Gear up, sports fans. The NFL playoffs are here, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. There has never been a better time to get into the action with my bookie. Now, don't just watch. Score big. Boosted odds, huge huge prize contest, the filling of the Super Bowl, even before it hits, you can already start to enjoy that. And whether you're a seasoned pro, ready or ready to roll for the first time betting, my bookie is your ticket to turning your sports knowledge into cold hard cash. It's the largest online casino of odds, contests, Vegas style casino games, ultimate destination for fun, all types of fun, 24-7, right at your fingertips. Now, if you've been waiting now is the time to get into the action because if you jump in and you start to make a winning move today with my bookie use promo code 49ERS or this promo code QR code right next to my right they're going to claim your deposit bonus up to $1000 that's right promo code 49ers for an opportunity to boost your betting power rollovers do apply if you have questions please ask them but experience the thrill of sports betting right in the comfort of your home because you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere. Wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Join today and be part of the winning team. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Uh, I am here with the legend. Wayne's muted currently, um, but he is down in Mobile. How are we doing, Wayne? I'm doing good down here in Mobile, Alabama, man, bringing you some good, good old info from the Senior Bowl. Man, this is the 75th year or anniversary of the Reese Senior Bowl, and it's good to be here, man. It's good to be here, John. It's good to be here on the John and Wayne Show. Oh, this is awesome. And so we've got like one foot in the present, which is beautiful. We've got one few foot in the future. We're going to be covering both aspects. A little bit of a peek ahead. We're going to be talking Niners NFC Championship, going over the grades and the performances, hearing what Wayne has to say about some of those things. 
But, I mean, this is just awesome, man. You know, I do have to say this real quick. Sorry for yesterday's shows. The one that uh, did show up on time, I had to call that one. Something crazy happened. I'll share it with you guys if you ever come out to a Rush Road trip. Pretty comical story. But until then, let's get to some of these hashtag CCs, hashtag BBs comments. What's up, RTP? Appreciate you guys. Applesauce. Right here, this is what I wanted to start with today. My man, Ed Nesbitt. He says, what is going on with the starting defense? I think this should probably start our conversation. I always do the offense first, but that's not fair. Wayne, what's wrong with the defense, and how come it's so great in the second half and so terrible in the first half? This tell of two cities, um, this defense. What's going on, man? Help us understand this. Yeah, like it's been it's been kind of consistent all season with the new addition of our defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. And, you know, he's just, you know, his methods, his terminology, his schemes, everything's just a little bit different. And it's it's been taking a full year uh, of, you know, for these players to kind of adjust and adapt to it. And I think the key word is adjusting and adapting And, 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 you know, what teams are looking to do. I don't know if people are watching the games like I'm watching the games, and that's totally fine. But the way I watch the game is I look to see what teams are coming out with. And teams are coming out swinging first quarter, second quarter, and they're trying to beat you with their best shot. And the 49ers are taking those hits, right? But they're not getting knocked out. And as far as, you know, you you go down 17-point deficit, you know, everybody's thinking they're knocked out. And then you come into the second half, and all it takes is a slight adjustment a slight change okay we did this in the first half i tell you what eric armstead you're gonna line out outside i mean you're gonna line out outside instead of inside and we're gonna try some stunts we're gonna blitz we're gonna man up we're gonna they 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 played a lot of more man coverage in the second half and even though none of the blitzes got home they were able to force some different types of pressures and you see the players were able to create turnovers get stops and so yes it's a tale of two halves uh, if you have high blood pressure, you know, you're on your deathbed. <laughs> if you have anything wrong with your heart, you know, you, you need to be resuscitated. Yes, that's exactly what you're going to get. Uh, and I know we're not used to that. Uh, and hopefully in this Super Bowl, it'll be a little bit different because it's going to be a different type of attack. Uh, when you look at these last two NFC games against these two NFC North teams, they were coming out to run the ball. And it's not that the Niners can't stop the run. It's just that they have to figure out how to adjust from the inside to the outside, from the outside to the inside. And, yeah, you're going to get missed tackles and misdirection and and a bunch of stuff. But they figured it out. They figured it out. Yeah, it's weird because, you know, I – I have said, you know, the 49ers, their blueprint for defensive coordinators, it's changed. You go from Robert Sala, first-time D.C., to D'Amico Ryan's first-time D.C., very young. And then you go to Wilkes, who's old vet, you know – been around the, the the world and back, but he hasn't been a part of this system. This is new for him. But the thing that Wilkes brought was solid defensive back play in second half adjustments. He's killed the second half adjustments. And, you know, going through the film and just watching some, I haven't finished all the breakdowns yet for the 40hoursrush.com and our Patreon, but a lot more man coverage, let the linebackers flow downhill, and the defensive line showed up. That Everything starts up front. And when the defensive line is losing early, things get really, really bad really, really quick. And we continue to see that. Randy Gregory, good Lord. I, I'm pretty sure if, if <laughs> I don't do this isn't the way to say this, but if you ask Steve Wilkes, 
who was responsible for some of the grays on top of his head or the most, he's saying number five. Anytime number five is out there, bad things are happening. He's a damn good player, but yeah, but 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 he's he's damn good when he's utilized to his strengths. Look, I I didn't realize how tough the Cleveland Farrell injury would be for the 49ers, but they made losing Cleveland Farrell loses your best contained edge rusher, like the best guy that contained could contain the run, especially out there on the outside, and that's what these teams are doing. You know, they're trying to get to the outside. And when you watch these teams play, it's like they're literally beating you with your own offense, right? It's like we don't yeah. even see outside zone from the 49ers anymore. We don't see those those type of plays. They're all toss plays, crackback plays, uh, and things like that. And so that's how we're getting beat. And so when you lose Cleveland Farrell, and it's not an excuse, you're seeing that's where we're kind of like hindering. And Steve Wilkes has been losing key pieces all season long. You know, lose Talanoa Hufunga. And, and, and now you got to figure out, you got to throw the rookie out there into the fire. And, yeah, there's sometimes uh, there's some plays the rookie Jair Brown's going to come through. And even when Jair Brown goes hurt, they go get a veteran in Logan Ryan. And so it's, it's, it's pieces that are added that weren't part of the equation. And, and they got to kind of figure it out going through the trials and, and, and tribulations of, of this team. They got to just figure it out. And they figure it out. They figure it out. Yeah, I think you're right. And shout out to my man, Corey Lindsay. Mike C in the house. He says, I felt like Lenore, Ambry, Gibson all had trouble tackling to start. And that's the thing. Whatever statement you want to make about these players, you're right. Whether you want to say they were terrible or great, you're correct. Because the second half was amazing. With five consecutive possessions with no points allowed. Incredible. You gave up the touchdown late. But, you know, if we're talking missed tackles, there were nine missed tackles. Uh, Fred Warner had two. Gibson had two. And I, I remember tweeting out, Wayne, Gibson's picking the worst time ever to have his worst half of football. And I thought this first half was as bad of tape as ever. But then he comes out in the second half, forces a fumble, starts making plays everywhere. He finishes the fourth highest rated player from Pro Football Focus. Gibbs showed up in the second half, man. I think the whole defense showed up in the second half, and it took the big play from Gibbs. Uh, to kind of like ignite the defense and, and get it back on track. Look, it's two halves to football. It's always going to be two yeah. halves to football, and the game ain't over until the – I don't know if we can say that anymore because it's 2024, but you know what I'm trying to say. It ain't over to the clock strikes zero, 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 zero. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of like what it is. So, you know, this is – I don't want people to feel like they can't talk about how bad the, nin the Niners were terrible. They were terrible in the first half defensively. You look at that one play, the first touchdown uh, to Jameson Williams, the run out of the backfield. I think I, I, I personally feel like, well, dang, like none of them made the tackle. Like it, it had to be at least three missed tackles on that. Like Ambry Thomas looked like he didn't even want to tackle on that play. Uh, Dre Greenlaw kind of got there late uh, and, and, and couldn't get him pulled down. It's just a weird – Jair Brown was in on that. Yeah. He missed. It, it was just a weird – just a weird game – uh, at the beginning. Yeah. Shout out to my man, Devin. Appreciate the super chat. He says, what's up, JC BB? Not going to lie. I was thinking towards the draft um, at the end of the second quarter, but I switched my white jersey to my red. And that's what's up, man. That's huge. Thank you so much, Devin. And it was a rough game. I remember uh, I at halftime, I tweeted this out and I was joking, but I was like, the NFC championship game last year against the Eagles, we didn't even have a quarterback. So we got a quarterback now. So sky's the limit. And I was, I was kind of joking. 
Um, but yeah, man, it was bad. And I did you see the Kittle video about him running around just repeating over and over again? <laughs> Not gonna lie, they had us in the first half. How that funny, funny is that, man? Hey, he's he's I, such a trip. But he's not lying. He's not no. lying. No pun intended. He's not L-I-O-N, right? He's not lying. Like, and so the Lions had had us in the first half. They had us offensively. They had us defensively. We couldn't do anything offensively. Uh, that's another problem. But since we're still talking about the defense, it was just, it was just, it came down to just making uh, adjustments and execution. Uh, like at the end of the day, that's what it came down to. And I thought the defense would come fired up. Okay, I thought they would come fired up and fire out right at the beginning, uh, and it just didn't work in their favor. They countered them with some big runs, a uh, couple of quick checkdowns to the t- one checkdown to the tight end, and then it was the 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 trick play out of the backfield, the good old Debo Samuel yep. play that they just couldn't bring down. Yeah. Uh, so right here, Corey asked this: uh, Were you nervous at all at any point in that game? Were you hands up? It's over. Did you ever get to that point, Wayne? No, nah, I didn't get to that point. Um, you know, and it was tough not getting to that point. But I kept saying that there's another half. Um, and even they came out, they came out a little sluggish on the first drive and uh, in, in, in the second half. But after it, it took, it took a series of events. It took some some luck and some explosiveness. And after that, it was a wrap. Like you knew it, you saw the energy shift, you saw the momentum shift, but I, I, I never thought it was over because I knew there was a second half and Steve Wilkes makes the best adjustments during the second half. Yeah. And you know, I'll, I like this Sonia. She says, you know, Green Bay Lions, second time we played the Rams, Ravens, second time playing the Cardinals all killed us on the ground. It has to be great. And you know, one of those issues with me, shout out to my man Vince here. What's going on with Hargrave? Had a plus matchup and just disappeared. I, I thought by far one of his worst games, especially in the first half. Had a backup left guard. Guess what? You're going to have a backup left guard in the Super Bowl, too, probably. Thune's not going to be starting, I don't believe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I love Hargrave, and he is consistent. He's been consistent, but, yeah, bad playoff games, uh, to be honest with you. Has not played very well. Yeah, back-to-back, man. It's a long season, so I'm sure attrition is kicking in, and nobody wants nobody wants to hear that. Um, but he had a young guy firing up on him. And you know what? I, I just I just need the, off, I need the defensive line. Uh, I'm here at the Senior Bowl, and um, I think it was the kid from Alabama defensive end, Chris Roswell. And they asked him a question about 
you know, sacks and pass rushing. And he said, you know, it's not as easy as you think. And I know we're talking about Javon Hargrave. He says the whole defensive line has to be in sync. He says they all have to be working on one accord. Everybody has to be doing their specific job. And when one guy get beat, when one guy gets beat, it kind of just trickles down and it's like a domino effect and you can't get what we're getting. And I just think with the new defense, it just hasn't been consistent all season. You had games where Hargrave was dominant. You had games where he was a non-factor. You had games where Nick Bosa was dominant and man, he became a non-factor. So there's so much inconsistency on the 49ers defensive line. And I'm just – here's how I would address the defensive line in the Super Bowl. Like, Ooh. you ain't got to do nothing. All you got to do, make this change. You ready? Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead. Everybody else needs to supplement. I love Chase Young, but he ain't it. He, he's not the starting caliber defender for this defense. He might work on a different defense, but for this defense, he needs to come in and supplement and rotate fresh. Because he was getting into the backfield, but by the time by the time he got there, he was so deep into the backfield, the uh, Jared Goff was stepping up in the pocket, getting ready to throw. So he had one pressure in this game. It's definitely not something that we're you're used to seeing. But I, but that's how I would I would change it up. I would change it up, put those four guys up front because you don't need to run a five man front against the Kansas City Chiefs. They they don't run the ball as effectively, and they will they will abandon the run rather early than most teams and just put put it on Patrick Mahomes. And that's what we want them to do. Yeah. Uh, Gold-Blooded, 310, appreciate the super chat. He says, I felt like oh. offensive defense prepared for a whole different look. Also, Chase Young, the lack of effort. Chase Young played 56 snaps, one pressure. Wow. Um, yeah. Did have two solo stops, and he did make a couple decent plays. It wasn't like it was all bad, but it wasn't very good. And I'm with you, man. Like it, It's crazy the trajectory we trade for chase young people were talking about trading brett and iuke so we could keep chase young now look where we're at right just a couple of short months later it's weird how it goes hopefully he uh he does some things in the super bowl that'd be nice forever blessed just became a member of your youtube channel that's what's up hey what's up man love that love that a couple fella. other appreciate super you, chats. here we go daryl granville i'll let you take this one man <laughs> he says we gotta grade this on a curve family um, you, you, you don't. I, I think we're going to be pretty solid in our grades given and, and pretty fair. Uh, and, and I'm okay if there's a first half, second half grade. Let's just average them suckers together and that will be the overall grade. But look, you got to be fair. The Niners didn't look good for two quarters, maybe almost two in, in the third quarter. And then they just flipped the switch and figured it out. And so... That's how football works, man. So if good teams find ways to win, that's that's the key. I love that. Now, top five just from PFF: Nick Bosa by far the best player. Charvarius Ward two, Warner three, Gip four, Logan Ryan. Um, I was shocked when Ambry had his snaps. issue with the ankle. Mm-hmm. I I was pretty shocked. Logan Ryan was the first to come in at nickel, and it was in the goal line too. They went away from Isaiah Oliver, which makes sense going against, you know, St. Brown. You went with more of a coverage guy. He came in and played really mm-hmm. well. 14 snaps. Gave up one uh, reception for seven yards. That was it. Played well. So, huge, meaningful snaps there. Now, bottom of the line, the bottom five defenders, Kevin Givens, 33 grade, Jair Brown, 35. 
but he made some nice plays late. Ambry Thomas, then Oren Burks, Eric Armstead. Armstead hasn't looked like Armstead playoff Armstead. You know what I mean? It's going to – and you knew we, – we hoped that we would get the playoff Armstead to return, but we knew he needed to get back into football shape. Like we knew him missing several weeks, it was going to be a slow, steady hill. And now let's, let's just hope by – like I said – by the by, the Super Bowl, we've got a, got a couple of weeks. He'll be back into to tip top shape. Because be I think when 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 we start to see the Niners take away the run, especially up the middle, once we start to see that again, I think that just makes every the game just flow a lot differently. Um, and, and you know, you're not gonna you're playing Andy Reid, and it's gonna be a totally different game. That reason, remember, I kept saying who was the one team I said I didn't want to play in the playoffs, John. Yeah, it was Rams it was early the than the Lions. And yep. it was the Lions. It was the Lions. And it was because the Lions were going to come out like this wild cat and just do whatever. They, and they did. And, and they gambled. And, and, and they didn't win. And so you know, we weren't really ready for that, but we adjusted to it. And I think that's key. I love that. Bucket of chicken. Appreciate the super chat. I like Wilts, <laughs> but under Shanahan, the Niners have always been able to adjust before and stop the run with Wilts being a secondary coach that has changed. A lot of that has to do with the defensive ends. Defensive ends opposite of Nick Bosa. Even Nick Bosa two times gave up outside leverage in the game against the Packers uh, for Packers, big games. Yeah. The defensive, yeah, the line play has shifted dramatically. Um, I don't know. Put it to you, Wayne. Do you think that this is a Wilkes it's issue the not stopping the run? No, it's the personnel, it's, and it's totally different, and everybody knows that. Like, there's no Charles Menehue, there's no um, Samson Evercom. Like, they're, 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 they're different guys. And so now, you, Cleveland Farrell, believe it or not, was probably the best edge container, that sounds weird, out there. Like, better than Nick Bosa. Like, the best. And so you didn't see those outside gashes yeah. happening, and it forced the running backs to have to run inside. Uh, and so, like, I think the Niners are just gambling a lot. They're gambling a lot on defense, and it starts with the edge rushers. And so when you're when teams are going to come out and say, hey, we're going to run the ball, it's, like, more pressure on the Niners trying to stop it. And it's weird, right. but the personnel is different, John. The personnel is different. I hate to say it, but it's different. Yeah, and Hufunga not being out there is huge. Like, I, right. I cannot that's stress that. That's that the guy anymore. that steps up in the box. Right, because and he's now, the alley look, guy. But even on the outside tosses, he's the alley player. So the the end, the corner set the edge, turn it inside. That's where we all got correct. mad at Logan Ryan. Correct. We're missing that. We're missing that. Here we go. I'll let you take this super chat from Jimmy. Jimmy, what's going on, baby? He says, "Did you see that Brian Branch tried to step on Purdy's knees in the fourth quarter when Purdy scrambled on third and four? Absolutely saw it. And there's a video circulating." Uh, about it. And, you know, look, the Lions did some dirty stuff in this game. You got that late hit on Debo Samuel. You got that on uh, Brian, you know, uh, Brian Branch. And and then you saw Brock Purdy get his hands, head slammed into the ground uh, with the helmet, too. Like, the helmet to helmet, they didn't even call it. So, you know, shout out to the Niners just for being just freaking warriors out there. No pun intended. They were the San Francisco Warriors that day. I love that, man. Oh, very, very well said. Oh, we got Niner Faithful Fantasy with the Super Chat. I just copped a, a Kittle Color Rush jersey. That's awesome. Going to look so dope in the Super Bowl. Let's go. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Touchdown, San Francisco. Let's get this ring. 
man, there, there were so many moments in this game that like I kept just being like, oh my God, this is happening. It was weird because probably one of the best games I've ever been a part of, by far down 17 points at the half to come back and win. Not only to come back and win, you came back and tied in the third quarter. Like that third quarter was incredible. So let, let's switch over to the offense. Let's talk about some of the best plays that kind of stood out to you. So Wade, here we go. What is one or two plays that just stand out to you as the moment or plays of the game offensively that was like, all right, this is happening? Is there something that stands out? I think there were there were three to four specific plays for me. And I'll do the one that starts. I know everyone is gonna want to talk about the Brandon Ayuk butterfly catch, and that's cool. I mean uh ladybug catch, and that's cool. But it really started with that one hand grab from Jawan Jennings on a third down. Like that. Brock Purdy scrambling, trying not to cross the line of scrimmage, throws it up in the air to where only uh, Jawan Jennings can catch it. He brings it down with one hand, and I'm like, okay. Like, these players are out there gritting it out, right? And then, like, you get that Brandon IU catch, John, which was just – it was an overthrow, but it was a great – it was great concentration, great just awareness – and way to bring it down. And I, and I think Brandon Ayuk scored on that, but hey, who am I? Yeah, it was close. The contact, all that stuff, but it was incredible. But yeah, Purdy, I, I mean, you could talk about four scrambles. You talk about the Ayuk catch. CMC, I felt like CMC had the best quarter ever in the first quarter, and we didn't really get a lot of points for it. Um, he was incredible. Look at this, forever blessed. Appreciate you. Love both you guys. Go Niners, baby. Love it. Love it. Oh, right here. I'll let you take this one from David. David says two dudes we missed in tackling. <laughs> Jimmy Ward and Shark. There we go. Uh, you're the Jimmy Ward guy. You know guy. why? I, I I couldn't I couldn't complete your sentence, David, and I'm sorry because <laughs> it made me chuckle a little bit. I need those sheets. Um, you know what? Bump it. I'm live. Damn it. Anyway, it made me <laughs> chuckle a bit. Um, because <laughs> I was just like. I was just like, okay. And and that's the that I'm telling you, that experience from those two guys right there alone is key. It's key. But these are the growing pains you go when you don't pay free agents. You don't sign them. You don't bring them back. You don't value them. You don't want to pay them. I understand the Jimmy Ward situation. I know he didn't want to play nickel back with the 40. I get it. I understand it. I know why the Niners moved on. It was a premium position. They weren't trying to pay. I get it. That's fine. But damn, you're missing it. Like you, you are. And when you look at the missed tackles; those guys would save the day. Like that's what they did. Yeah, it was, it was huge. And there's so many huge plays. Now, if we look at the numbers, Trent Williams, ninety point two grade. He was incredible. Debo Samuel, number two. George Kittle, Charlie Warner, only eleven snaps. Huge snaps. Um, he has been clutch in very small amounts. Jake Brindle. I do not understand how he got this grade. Uh, he actually run blocked fairly well. Pass pro was rough. He had a 52 grade, uh, one of the lowest of all the starters. Um, but hey, you are so Jake Brindle doing enough, man. He's doing enough. I love your. I love your. Uh, I don't get. Like I don't, get I, it. I don't. None of us get it. None of us do. They love him. Lowest graded player: John Feliciano, Colton McKivitz, who I thought played pretty well. Uh, all in all, I thought he did well. 
He was going up against Hutch a lot of the game. Handled his business. Did really, really well there. So it kind of weird to me that that's the case. Now, um, if you are coming out to Vegas along with this man, we got to pump this real big. We've got two events. We've got a night before party. We're going to have a couple players out. Navarro Bowman already secured all that stuff. We got another player coming out. Just got to wait on an accepted wire transfer and contract signature before I can put his name out there. But... If you are coming out with us, we're going to be partying the night before. Those tickets are up, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. And then we got a watch party right there live on the strip. It's going to be awesome. All you can eat, all you can drink. Be with the 49ers. Now, early bird pricing is about to end. So if you've been considering buying one of these packages, you better go now. We always want to reward the people that help us early. That just helps us cover deposits. It's not cheap renting out not one but two venues on the Las Vegas Strip on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, my bank account is doing wonders. Uh, so help us out. Go buy some tickets. Party with me and Wayne. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be awesome. Um, Wayne, when are you coming out for the Super Bowl? I land Friday. When are you getting out? Friday after you. Oh, like man. Probably- Probably you you land on Friday at one time, and I'll be there right as you touch down. Gosh, we're gonna man. turn up. That's right, and we turn the up best Vegas. way to turn up. I rented the best minivan ever, so we can carry all of our crap to all these videos. We are gonna be listen. I, hold up, hold up. <laughs> this is not gonna be any. We are not going to slander the minivan game. I drive a minivan. It's a Chrysler Town and Country. Let me tell you about Ooh. it. It's the greatest vehicle of all time. It keeps you safe and secure, and you can put the house in that joint. I tell you we right will. now, we are not. I'm a soccer dad in the building, baby. Soccer it. dad in the building. Joe says, 12 more sleeps until the game. Already excited. I freaking love it. My man, Michael Pickle, he's the best. Hashtag CC, Vegas ain't ready for this energy. Oh, man, it's going to be an absolute blast. And right here, Big Papa says, wow, just looked at SeatGeek. Cheapest seats are just under 10000 Holy Toledo. Now... If hey wait, speaking of Toledo, John, there's Uh-oh. a player I want everybody to keep their eyes on. I okay. got my eyes on this. him. His name is cornerback Quinion Smith out of Toledo. Look, the Niners have some really good draft stock this year, and they can actually go ahead and get some some uh some higher up, some more higher caliber players early in the draft. Uh, I'm not sure where he's gonna fall, but he's having a pretty good day one here um at the senior bowl. Quinion Smith cornerback out of Toledo we should know we got a guy out of Toledo that plays cornerback named Samuel Womack the third let's see what happens just wanted to put and that Niners out there, are huge on those connections with coaching staffs or players look how much they go back to South Carolina how much they go back to you know Michigan all this stuff so it matters it matters so I, I love that man and I can't wait just to go I, I'm enjoying the Super Bowl for sure. I'm putting off my draft content, but it's just like, oh, it's so close. It's so close. And we're going to be out in Detroit for um, the draft party if you guys want to come out. We don't have details on that yet. We're focusing on Super Bowl. But if you want we're to go, go to the we're Super going Bowl. To, we're, we're going to get Eminem to come perform at the party. Oh, I'm sure that's happening. I love it. He, he's he's right in our, our price range. Because <laughs> he's not hey. afraid, you know? Yeah, there we go. Hey, here's how that goes. Even if we could get his agent or him on the phone. Hey, you want to come to a Niners draft party? Hello? Hello, 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 hello. Like yeah, we get hung up on. Uh, he hung up on us. Uh, that's okay. I would love to have him out there. Good lord. Now, if you do want to go to the Super Bowl, we are raffling off two Super Bowl tickets. Two Super Bowl tickets. It's in the link in the description of this video or audio, uh, wherever you're watching. It's the first link there. And if you're watching on Twitter or Instagram, you just got to go to our YouTube channel or on our Twitter, JL underscore Chapman. 
$100 per entry. We'll be announcing the winner of that next Thursday, trying to make two people's dream come true. I'm not going to the game. I'm going to the watch party, but you guys can go to the game. We are giving those away, uh, which is going to be so freaking fun, man. I am pretty excited about that. Just knowing somebody can go do that um, is going to be a lot of fun. Right here. Now, Big Papa has this to ask of you for the draft content. I need some reports on offensive linemen, particularly one from Arizona State. Yeah, so I'll definitely look into that. I think they're out there on the football field right now as we are live. But don't worry, I'll be here for the next several days and I'll cover the American team. But I did get a chance to look at the offensive linemen uh, from the national team. And there are two guys for me that I, I that are standing out right now. You got the center guard, uh, Jackson Power Johnson from Oregon. He's probably going to be the number, like number one lineman drafted. Uh, in this particular draft, man. And, you know, we talked about where the Niners need to upgrade, and it's on all the spots except for left tackle because I think Trent Williams would be back. But they they got to start upgrading. They have the draft capital. That's a kid. And then there's the other center out of uh, – he could play guard as well from Michigan, Trevor Keegan. These are the two guys that have just been dominant and overpowering in their one-on-ones. And, they, and then on an 11-on-11s, 11 they're creating those gaps for these running backs to get up the middle and get explosive runs. So it's good to see those guys uh, from the offensive line. But when I get to the national squad, I'll check out the Arizona State cat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I do want to just put this out there. I don't like to do negative stuff too much. Uh, Thomas says, I'm reading an article right now that Chase might, Chase might be benched. Here's what I'm going to say. If you did bench Chase Young, who is defensive end that would go in there? Would you, one, do what Wayne says and shuffle the entire defensive line and move Armstead back to a position he hasn't played in three years? Or you sure as hell aren't putting Randy Gregory out there because whatever your issues are with Chase, Randy Gregory is times 50. Robert Bill Jr., I like him. He's playing, what, like five snaps a game? He ain't ready. Drake Jackson just had surgery. Like, there's no other options there. So I understand that people would be saying things like that and it's somewhat warranted. What's the other option? You know, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a tweet going on. I'm not sure if, if there's an article or if somebody wrote an article from the actual tweet that came out from the that in NFL notify. And look, Chase Young is is a supplemental piece uh, and they have to continue to find ways to supplement. And I just will put this out there. Chase Young is the only player in the NFL that probably didn't have an official bye week. And so, like, the kid's been playing. He might have been playing limited, but he's never had that official bye week like teams get off because he missed all of that in the trade. And he's been playing ever since. And he went that he went full in that last game uh, of the season against the Rams. He had a, a plethora of snaps. And, again, he's new to the defense. And if the defense isn't rush, 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 like right. how it was a year ago, of course you're going to see a, like you're not going to get the same Chase Young. And so we don't even have the same Nick Bosa. So we're worried about Chase Young and we can't even get the same production from Nick. I mean, isn't that what isn't that what's happening? Look, I'm not standing up for an Ohio State guy, but that's what it is. Like I don't think the Niners could plug in and place anybody if the, if the, if the scheme is telling them to do this. Like, it just it's just diff, it's different. Totally different than what it was a year ago. Yeah, it, it's Chase Young with D'Amico Ryan's would have been fierce. I can tell you that right now. There we go. There we go. Um, now, right here, Al says, what's the official word on color jerseys? 
Um, so the NFL alternates every year between conferences. So NFC was home team last year. That means AFC is home team this year. So that means the, the chiefs get to choose. They chose their reds. So, Oh, shout out to my man right here, Paul. That's right. Niners in the white, white, baby. There we go. That's what's up. Um, right here. It'd be cool if the Niners would just pay the fines and do throwback whites. That was set the tone. They asked to last time against the Chiefs, and the NFL said no because they already had the jerseys they were selling and whatever else. And so the NFL said no last uh, time. So I'm hoping. That's what yeah, we'll see. Um, Ed, right here, that's about one of your is. Michigan guys. Um, concerns about Moody. Yeah. There should be. Listen, I, I'm a Michigan guy for sure. Um, and, and I support the players. Um, and for those that are concerned, I'm not concerned, um, but I'm not going to sit there and say he's been great. Well, he's been good, but he hasn't been great. That's what I'm going to say. And so, yes, he has, uh, when you watch Jake Moody kick, for some reason, he's always tailing them to the right. And so it's just uh, an, an adjustment he's going to have to figure out how to make, but I think it comes down to a mental uh, mechanical type of adjustment, and I don't think you just want him making it right now. I don't think you can make it right now at this time, but in the offseason, it's probably something that's going to happen. If the game came down to the line um, and, and and Jake Moody for the win, hey, you got to put him out there and give him the opportunity. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a higher percentage chance of making it than he is missing it, and so that's how you got to look at it. I know it sucks. I know it's it's tough to deal with 49er faithful, but it is what it is. <laughs> Jake Moody is an 80% or 85% field goal kicker on the season. He's not doing too well in the playoffs, but he's, he's out there kicking it. And, and, and apparently Kyle Shanahan trusts him to do so. Yeah, I th- you stick with them. The one thing I will say, let's do positive. Six for six on touchback opportunities off the kickoff. Huge. When I tell you, when I st- when I tell you, you are the worst human being of all oh time, gosh. and you're st- and it's the best though because your first tweet of the game was Jake Moody's one for one on touchbacks like that. I knew you were going to be that petty to put that stat out because that's but what it, John I, I tracked it the whole game. No matter how many beers I, I had, <laughs> I kept tracking that thing like it was the touchback track. That you should know, be my Twitter handle. You're the only person. That tracks his touchbacks, and that's why it's petty, bro. You know, but like not to say deal. that we didn't want them. Yeah. It's a huge deal. It's a huge – I don't want to see anybody returning anything. 49ers special teams is so terrible, like my little son could get an 80-yard return. Like, that's how bad – so touch it back. You got the yeah. biggest leg in the league. Kick that junk into the end zone. I loved it, man. I, I really, really did. Uh, Sodia says, Moody did kick a line drive to the Lions returner. Uh, so the Lions missed the ball, might have been for a touchback. Yeah, there was one that was low, but still, I loved it, man. Um, I just absolutely loved it. Mick says, what is Jake's percentage in a dome? I don't have that on top of me. I am curious to see what that looks like, though. Um, but, yeah, it's in a dome. Like, we're go- it's in Vegas. So not too concerned. You know, you're not too worried about the field. You're not. They remove the elements and all that stuff. So uh, th- that's not an issue, at least for me. Anyway, hey, the, so, nine, aren't the, the Niners are one and oh in Vegas, though. I know that there we are. The that was the overtime the, game. <laughs> what's the Chiefs record in Vegas? Because they play them twice a year. They do. Um, I don't know the answer to that question, but they always struggle. They beat them. They beat them both times last year and this year for sure. Uh, okay. But they were close. I mean, games. They, they always play them close. Yeah. Arson's close too. look, it's going to yeah. be a good game. 
Yeah, it is. Right here, James. Have the Niners been too willing to move on from good rotational defensive line talent out of trust for the system? It's mm. a good question. It's a good question. Um, That's really have good. the Niners been too willing to move on? Well, see, I don't here look, I know that are we the only team, one of the only teams that run this Y9 system? No. I just no. feel like we're the only team struggling in it. Or maybe other teams struggling in it as well. But at some point, man, maybe maybe the system, maybe we change, maybe we change up the, the that just a little bit. It's nothing wrong with the four three. It's just it, it could be the personnel, and 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 that you have, and you just need to upgrade at some of those positions. And I think you have to find an end to complement Nick Bosa, and I and I yep. think that's the hardest part. Like if you drafted Drake Jackson unhealthy as right now and you're hoping that he pans out and then you have to supplement in free agency and or or, or in the draft as well like, and so it's not like they're signing big time free agents every time a free agent goes uh you know into the free agent pool and I, I, we make mention of the name oh we, we we don't need to spend the money yeah, yeah yeah we do like you want the perfect compliment they go get chase young chase young never was a double digit sack guy but we thought opposite nick bosa he would be able to compliment him and he comes in here and he has to contain the edge and, and do all the stuff. I mean, I, it's a different defense. It's a different defensive schemes. How we started the show. It's not the same as Robert Sala. Like I, I would say this: a healthy D Ford, who was probably our best defensive end with Nick Bosa, probably would struggle in this on this defense. Yeah, I mean they tried. They traded for Randy Gregory. That hasn't panned out. They traded for. Chase Young really hasn't panned out. But could you imagine where this 49ers team would be without those two guys right now? I know we're mad at them. I know we're frustrated. But Robert Beal would be starting. Like, we're not ready for that. And so it's kind of like the safety position where you just got to go pick somebody up off the street. Chase Young's talented, and he made some plays. Is he? Does he have good effort? No, he doesn't. But you, you kind of take it, and you move forward, and we'll see what goes on. Right here, Corey. Wayne, are you still doing your call-in show and Super Bowl Madden simulation stuff. Um, so the call-in show, um, it will, I'm probably going to try to do something. Right now, I'm just currently getting as much footage and coverage as I can. And so when I get back to the room and I kind of unwind, uh, I'll probably try to go live in the evening here, opposed to my regular schedule. So just stay tuned for that. There will be no Madden simulation this week because there's no game this week. So the simulation will be next week uh, of the Super Bowl. But I definitely will try to get a call-in show done uh, sometime tomorrow. There we go. Um, Raymond, appreciate you, man. He says, hey, guys, I'm nervous about the rest in this game. What can we try to do to keep them from affecting the game? There's nothing you could do. Thankfully, we just had a pretty good ref game. The refs got to swallow their whistle. Like, don't be involved. Sad news is this is the exact same official group uh, that – officiated the Super Bowl the last time we played the Chiefs, and they didn't do well then either. But um, for the 49ers, an even game is a win for us. Uh, it's just whenever we're getting blown out all the time and it's unbalanced, that's the issue. I'll let you take this one right here. M. King, he says, do I have to be a Gold Rush member to buy tickets to the watch party? Appreciate you both. Go Niners. Nope. You do not. Um, you do not. So you can just go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, buy your tickets right now. You're good. Again, let me just say this. I was pretty blown away by the amount of tickets we sold a day one. We're on pace to sell out pretty damn quick. Um, I can't, you know, the venue we got good size. 
but it's not gigantic. And we are going to sell out this event. So if you're wanting to do the watch party and if you're one of those people that's like, oh, I'll just go to a sports bar, there are sports bars that are selling per bar stool $300 in the actual casinos at the sports books. Every it's Vegas. It's there. It's a it's a money thing. I hate that it's like that, but it's just what it is. So if you don't, if you are going to Vegas to enjoy the environment, which is awesome, please do not wait and think, oh, we'll just do whatever. Whether you're partying with us or not, plan ahead because everything is selling out. Everything is selling out. So anyway, uh, hopefully I just want to give a quick shout out to M King. That was his first super chat contribution on the live stream, man. And so just want to show M King some love, but yeah, become a member of the gold rush. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Appreciate you, man. That's awesome. I love first time commenters. Sean, uh, I'll read this one. I know you're on your phone guys. Some of this is Wilkes, not just personnel. He doesn't play to, Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, he plays to be solid, safe, like he is always auditioning for an interim. He makes Sala look aggressive. Seriously, uh, we actually blitz more under Wilkes than we did Robert Sala. So I disagree with that. Eddie's the best. We have the best defense in the fourth quarter in the NFL. That was for the season and for the playoffs. Uh, that keeps going. But, yeah, it's frustrating. And I think that your statement is correct if we just talk about the first half. Second half, not so much. Uh, what was our blitz rate this game? Let me look it up real quick. What are you, what are your thoughts ran- on what Sean's team? The blitz rate definitely ramped up in the second half. You started to see more man uh, coverage in the second half, which was something that we were going to have to do. It was the only way we were going to get back in the game. So we had to do it up. And then, you know, it comes down to, you know, Sean says it's not about personnel. It's all about the personnel. It's all about trusting the players that you put out there on the football field to do and execute what you have planned. And so, you know, can can the play caller change up a little bit? For sure. They have to be willing to make these the right adjustments. And that's what we watch Steve Wilkes do. I, I don't think that he's playing to lose or playing to be safe we we don't want to get beat deep that that has been his mo all season long he came out and said there's two things i want to do not give up the explosive plays and create turnovers and so when you're playing pass coverage back there and you got your guys and your linebackers playing 10 to 15 yards down the field you ain't you you better not score and so like that's what he's doing he's keeping teams He's giving up the yards, but keeping teams out of the end zone. And I think the 49ers have a pretty damn good red zone defense. Uh, I know they gave up those rushing touchdowns in this particular game, but they weren't from the red zone. One of them was. One was from the 30-yard line. Like, yeah, it was. So, so I, I, don't, I, I don't think that he, he's playing safe or playing as an interim. That, that's not what he is. I just think he's old school, and I think he's seen more than most have. And, and I think he has the patience. Uh, he has patience, which – you know, most young cats, most young coordinators come out there fired up. It's just a different guy. It's a different person, a different human being, and he's getting the job done. So yeah, yeah, man, you gotta. Look, I just don't understand the the anger at Steve Wilkes. Like one touchdown was because of an interception, and yeah, you gave up way too many rushing yards. There's some major issues there. You shut them down in the second half. Shut them down. They had that one drive at the end of the game, but you were up ten points. You like, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm. I know I'm a Steve Wilkes apologist, but I want a good defense in the second half. Gear up, sports fans. The NFL playoffs are here, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. There has never been a better time to get into the action with my bookie. Now, don't just watch. Score big. 
boosted odds, huge, huge prize contest, the filling of the Super Bowl, even before it hits, you can already start to enjoy that. And whether you're a seasoned pro, ready or ready to roll for the first time betting, my bookie is your ticket to turning your sports knowledge into cold hard cash. It's the largest online casino of odds, contests, Vegas style casino games, ultimate destination for fun, all types of fun, 24 7, right at your fingertips. Now, if you've been waiting, now is the time to get into the action. Because if you jump in and you start to make a winning move today with my bookie, use promo code 49ERS or this promo code QR code right next to my right, they're going to claim your deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's right. Promo code 49ers for an opportunity to boost your betting power. Rollovers do apply. If you have questions, please ask them. But experience the thrill of sports betting right in the comfort of your home because you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere. Wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Join today and be part of the winning team. Yeah, it's frustrating in the first half, and I understand that, and I really wish that would change. Uh, 49ers throwback. What's up, brother? Appreciate you, man. He says, do you think our defense will be better next season? Well, Huff's going to be back. That helps, um, but we'll, we'll have time. to wait and big see. Uh, I'd be shocked time. to see Daryl Luter Jr. Uh, they got a lot of faith in that man. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, I mean, to go into, uh, you know, the future of what the Niners have to offer, I mean, you have to trust the system and trust the process and trust what they do when they scout these players and trust the reports that we're putting out coming to these events and things like that because, yeah, you're, you're hoping that the defense – and the offense will be better. You never want to take a slight back or or, or, or whatever. You're going to lose a couple of players here. There we got a lot of free agents uh, next season. But the whole purpose of drafting is to replenish uh, your roster. And I think we got some real good players we haven't really got a chance to see. I think Samuel Womack was going to pan out and be really well for the Niners. He just has to wait his turn. Uh, and, and that's what it comes down to, man. It, so, yeah, I think it will be better next year. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I love all these comments coming through. Tim, he says, I want to be at the viewing party, not paying that much for tickets. I'd rather be amongst my fellow faithful. Uh, Pleasure TV says, can't wait to meet you guys at the Super Bowl. Oh, look at this. Rhode Island to Vegas. How cool is that, man? Um, He's about an hour hour and a half from me. He's an hour and a half from me. Rhode Island is not far at all. Which part of Rhode Island are you from? Oh, yeah, throw that back up in the chat. Mosquito Killer, Lions OC is staying. Ben Johnson turns down the Washington Commanders and the Seattle Seahawks um, to interview anymore. He's staying. Good for him. And I I would not want to go to get no quarterback at either one of those two teams, and they're not in draft position. I guess the Commanders are, but um, I get it. But this hurts Seattle. Uh, The one thing I don't want for Seattle, I don't want them to get Mike uh, Mike McDonald, uh, the D.C. for the Ravens. So I'm really hoping Adam Peters could do the Niners one solid Hire Mike McDonald over for Washington. Then they send Dan Quinn to Seattle, and they are non-relevant for a very, very long time. So, um, oh, look at this. Rick, we're coming from Utah. That's what's up, man. Appreciate you, buddy. All right. Utah in the house. Dang, that's awesome. I can't wait to be around everybody. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, another super chat. James, is there a flaw to see in Kansas City? This team has consistently had score. Uh, they, they trouble, yeah, scoring points. Scored zero points in the Ravens' second half. They're not a complete team. Yeah, not there's a several team. flaws. <laughs> and there's several flaws, and it starts with the quarterback. I mean, look, what you're going to get from Patrick Mahomes is MVP kind of like football 
um, just about every game, but it's not going to look as spectacular as it looked because he's lost some of his explosive playmakers, right? And so, right. you know, the biggest the biggest key loss to me is Tyreek Hill no longer being a part of that organization. And so now the 49ers defense has two things they need to zero in on. And it's not even Patrick Mahomes. It's more zeroing in on taking away his targets. Because if Patrick has to beat you rushing and throwing, I mean, hey, I'll take my shots. But if he, if, if, if you can take away and find a way to neutralize, you know, that tight end over there, uh, Mr. Swift, that would be really cool, right? Like you take away Mr. Swift, and then now who is he going to throw to? He's been consistently having receivers drop passes all season. They're just not in sync. And so they're beatable. They have plenty of weaknesses, even defensively. I actually think their defense is stronger than their offense. And you're right, James. No one's talking about how they put up zero points in the second half except for us. Like you are 100% correct. Ravens defense bolted down. They were able to find a way to stop the, the, the bleeding. It's just that the Ravens offense couldn't get together. The 49ers offense has always been better than the Ravens offense, in my opinion. It's just that the Ravens offense flows and ignites with Lamar Jackson. So if you can get into his head, they ain't going to put up any points. Whereas Brock Purdy, you just watch the kid come back. You just watch the kid do things that no one said that he can do. I take our offense versus that Kansas City defense any day. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're good. Uh, one of my favorite coordinators in the NFL every year. I don't, I don't say this. Because, Spagnola, baby. I mean, Spaggy he's, Spags. He's pretty damn good. I, I really don't know what else great to de- say. Great besides. defense, great defensive front from Kansas City, and they got some dogs in their secondary. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I like they them. do. They do. Uh, now, real quick, uh, just a couple things. Corey says, John, what are the Chiefs ranked against the pass and the run? Uh, they're, they're good at both defensively. You look at their defense, uh, passing yards, fourth fewest, passing touchdowns, fourth fewest. You look at rush yards, 24th uh, yards per attempt. They're giving up 4.5. So you can run the ball successfully against them. So will the, will the Niners do their whole – what they did to Green Bay, <laughs> or do they uh, stick with it and run against a good defense like you did the Lions? You'd run the ball 34 times. Like it is, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll find that out. Mark, I'll turn this one over to you, Wayne. Mark says, question, which 49ers will we get after this buy? The one after the regular season buy? That's a good question. Or the one after the first round buy? Um, I don't know. Um I think I, a lot of a lot of us aren't factoring in the way that these teams have game planned and the way that they were set up to to like, you know, come out and swing against the 49ers defense in the Green Bay game. They wanted the ball first because they just wanted to come out and punch us in the mouth. And the Detroit Lions game, we gave them the ball first and they had the same game plan as the Green Bay Packers. And they ran, ran, pass, ran. Right. That four plays ran, ran, pass, ran. It was four plays and they got a touchdown. And so when you look at this Kansas City team, they're just built a little differently. Like they could try to run it, but they're just not as effective in running. I mean, if you look up what they where they are in running, and I love Isaiah Pacheco. I think he's a definitely a great, powerful running back. But you can stop him, and after that, it's a big drop. Like now you're gonna go to Clyde uh, Edwards Hilaire. You're gonna go to those guys. Uh, you know, and so I don't think they have the same rushing attack as these other teams. They're going to have to get Travis Kelsey fully involved they the kansas city chiefs will abandon the run rather early because they trust their quick throw system and that's what we got to stop i didn't like the way we played against 
Sam Laporta. I don't like the way we played against tight ends all season. I've been telling John that's the only position that we just can't seem to defend, and it's because of where we're playing. Travis Kelsey's the matchup for me in this game. Yeah, I do a little bit more man. And so if I if I was if I was the DC, I'm doing more man this week because you don't have explosive players. Now that's not what we've done in the past, but that is what we did the second half, and it worked well. Uh, JP, as long as it's not Kelsey over and over, I'll take it right there. He's he's right there with you. And that's what I'm worried about. Uh, Bobo, how concerned are you with Super Bowl officiating? I'm always concerned. Yeah. I am always. It is concerned. what it is. It is uh, what it is. Um, yeah. What, like you said, the same same officiating crew from the last Super Bowl. And the funny thing is, the Kansas City Chiefs came into that Super Bowl with the number one penalized offensive line and got zero that whole game. I never could figure that out. And I'm looking at their left tackle this year, and he's the most penalized left tackle in football. So <laughs> get ready. It's yeah, gonna be it's, it's gonna be fun. I love that. Kyle says score first. Or sorry, Juan does. He says Kyle needs to score first. Don't let off the gas pedal. Man, it's time. We haven't blown a team out in a while. I got a question for you. All right, let's John, do it. we win we, we win the kickoff toss. Do we defer or do we just come out and take control uh, at the very beginning of the game? No, you yeah. defer. That that starting in the second half has been clutch because Look, if you start fast, which the Niners have been historically great at, uh, the best in the NFL as far as scoring on opening drives uh, this season. It hasn't been that case in the playoffs. But you are I, – I defer, but, man, there's going to be a time where the 49ers get hot. Hopefully they don't wait this time. Hopefully they freaking go out there and do what they got to do. I don't, I don't like these close games. I want, I want, I want Patrick Mahomes, Kermit Frog voice, screaming at refs, <laughs> I want Taylor Swift crying. I like Taylor Swift. I ain't got nothing wrong against her. I want tears, and I want Jackson Mahomes doing his TikTok dances in jail or wherever the hell that clown is. I want pain. I want pain. That's what I want. Uh, I, I miss I miss the physicality of the San Francisco 49ers, and the last few weeks they haven't been the more physical team, not in the beginning. And so I, I need them to come out. With it. This is the Super Bowl. It's time. James says, has anyone interacted with a Kansas City fan in the past five years? Insufferable. We have to win this game. Uh, my closest friend, like, uh, I got my ski trip this week, which I put out, put off. Uh, that, that's taking place this week. One of the guys I'm going with is a KC fan. We're going to talk trash. We're going to fight before it's over. I guarantee it. Uh, Forever Blessed says, we need to score on our first drive. I bet at every game. We haven't hit it lately. But, Wayne, talk to us real quick before we jump out of here. Give us something uh, that you're taking away from this senior bowl, whether it's a player or an experience that you can share and kind of what we can look forward to as you're there the rest of this week. For sure, John. Look, um, right now, I, I, like like I said, I didn't get a chance. I haven't gotten a chance to check out the American team, but so far, man, just just talking to a couple of the players and, 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 and listening to them very well-spoken, very well-mannered. I think that's the thing that has really blown my mind, like how well-mannered these players are when they when they speak to you. It's yes, sir, no, sir, like well-mannered. I'm talking to all of the players. Uh, but look, keep an eye out on Brendan Rice. Brendan Rice, you guys know who he is. I will do my due diligence to kind of get a chance to speak to Brendan. But that kid is showing up right now, first week, first day of practice. So we'll see how it goes. And uh, get ready for the videos, man. I'm going to be posting all day. Gosh, man, Day so nine. Do, 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 
Oh, hit me with some cutty. All right, now I'm in. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, uh, again, a couple just reminders. If you want to take part in the Super Bowl raffle, $100 per entry, buy as many as you want. We're announcing the winner of those two tickets next Thursday. The link in the description is there. And then also, if you're going to Vegas, come party with us. We got players coming out the night before. Watch parties going to be incredible. Somebody asked if kids can come. That's the holdup on why I can't announce the venue. Vegas is not kid-friendly. And so we negotiate all these prices and I'm sitting there trying to say like, man, can we have kids? Can we have kids? We'll pay extra. And so I don't know the answer to that yet. I am fighting tooth and nail to try to make that a reality, but I don't have the final answer there for you yet. Uh, But that's going to do it for us here. Wayne, you're the absolute best. And until next time, baby, we got two weeks to enjoy this. Wayne's at the freaking senior bowl. All good things. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.